Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. We'd like to thank you, oh Father God, for your loving kindness towards us, the ways that you have led us so far throughout the week. Dear Father, we just want to give you praise and honor for all the ways, your goodness, your kindness, Lord, towards us. And Lord, as we are about to open your word and to talk about your goodness, Lord, and the things that you've provided for us, we pray, dear Father, that you will wash us clean, dear Father. Make us as white as snow, dear Father. Lord, we also ask for the Holy Spirit to be with us, to teach us and to lead us into all truth. We thank you, dear Father, for all those in the hearing of my voice and those connected to them, dear Father. We pray, Lord, that everything will be done according to your will and in order. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen and amen. We will now have a song by Sister Isabella. Happy Thursday, Sister Isabella. Happy Thursday. Let's open with the song. Hymn 251, He Lives. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that He is living, whatever man may say. I see His hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer, and just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. He lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know He lives. He lives within my heart. Rejoice, rejoice, O Christian. Lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujahs to Jesus Christ the King, the hope of all who seek Him, the help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good and kind. He lives, He lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's never way. He lives, he lives, 
Cause Jesus lives today. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Isabella, for singing that song for us tonight. Now, we are, uh, we will be continuing our discussion on using the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And we're just going to do a little recap <laughs> as to what we did before, right? We spoke about the, the sword of the Spirit being the Word of God. And we know that that's part of our armor, right? Uh, we spoke the last time when we met about the need for the Word of God, that it is our manual for heaven and it is also our weapon. And we spoke in detail using different verses from the Bible or the New Testament to discover that indeed it is our manual and it is our weapon. And then we spoke about how do we use the word of God? And we spoke about speaking the word with authority, with confidence, and also the most important is to trust God to do what he said he will do, right? We went through all of that the last time and we focused on fear as an example. We spoke about how many times the Lord said in the Bible, do not fear, and we delved down into what fear was and how fear is not of God. And so we know that if we are feeling fearful, it is not from the Father, but it's from the enemy, right? So um, we have gone through all of that in our last two times together. Um, before that, we spoke about all the weapons, right? And then we dug down. We're kind of drilling down a little further again. So the last time we really drilled down into fear, so this time we are going to talk about fierce cousin, worry. That will be our topic for today, worry. And we're going to look into worry and to what Jesus talked about, about worrying in Matthew 6. So I'll be reading from Matthew 6, verses 25 to 34, and we'll be going through the different verses um, about that. But before we look at what God says about worry, let's hear what the world thinks about worry. So the Merriam-Webster states that worry is a mental distress or agitation resulting from concern usually for something impending or anticipated, right? So it is, you know, thinking about this time, the pandemic happening right now, we're under another lockdown. Many persons are seeing different mental distress due to this uncertainty. But let's hear what God talks about and how um, he talks about worry and what would, should we do if this happens. So we're going to read from Matthew 6, and we're starting from verse 25. I'm reading from the King James Version. If you have a different version, we can always talk <laughs> and hear what that, um, that the word they use for worry. 
in that um, version as well. So we want you to participate. This is a very interactive Bible study today. So I'll be reading Matthew 6, starting from verse 25. Lord, that's your word. Verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. It is not the life, it's not the life more than me, and the body than raiment. Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Verse 34 and last. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And there are so many gems in this in this in these verses, brethren. But we are just gonna focus on the worry part today. Right? So the Lord is talking to us about worry. And as we look at the things that um the Lord is showing us here, if we go back and look at these words. We have to examine them, right? The Lord is telling us, do not worry about what you eat or drink. That is verse 31, right, of Matthew 6 that we just read. The Lord is telling us, do not worry about clothes, raiment, that's clothes. That's verse 28. He's telling us, do not even worry about your life. That is verse 25. Who does not worry about their life? Do not worry about your life. In verse 34, it says, do not worry about tomorrow. And then if I'll read Matthew 10 here, verses 19, um, and we will take the other one. It says, um, Matthew 10, verse 19 says, but when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. Amen. This is Jesus speaking again here. So Jesus is also saying, even when you are persecuted, you are dragged before, um, you know, court, the court system, you are put in front of judges, you know, in front of policemen, all of these different things that we see happening on this. You know, people are being, you know, some people are being falsely accused, some people are being dragged in front of them through all different situations, 
God is even saying that even when you're in that distress, you should not worry. Wow, what a God, right? We are not supposed to worry about like doesn't this cover every year of our life, brethren? What different trials are we going through at this time? And Jesus is telling us, do not worry. The word is saying, the word is telling us, do not worry. Okay, Lord, we are not supposed to worry. But you should be saying to me, Well, Sister Charlene, well, I mean, how can we not worry then? How do we get rid of this worry? Okay, how should we handle the worry? The first thing is to trust the Lord, right? The Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Proverbs 3, verse 5. We're going to go through the word today, brethren. So the first point we have that we sh- how we should handle worry is to trust the Lord. And these are some of the verses that I'm encouraging you, brethren, to write down these verses. Memorize them if you can. Put them on a card or something. Somewhere where you can easily see them because we're going to go through them. We might not get to go through every single one, but we're going to go through these verses. And these verses are going to help us in um, putting our trust in the Lord. The first one is Proverbs 3, verse 5. And I know um, a lot of us as kids were taught to read this to study and to memorize this very verse, Proverbs 3, verse 5. And what does Proverbs 3, 5 says? It says, trust in the Lord with all of thine heart. It does not say some, brethren. It says all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. So we're not supposed to lean on our own understanding. It says, in all thy ways, brethren, every way we go, all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. So the Lord is saying here, when we trust in him and we put we put everything in his hands, so we trust him with all our hearts, every part of our life, our school life, our work life, our spiritual life, our home life, our marriages, our children, everything. If we put everything in his hands, and in every part of our life, God is involved, and we acknowledge him in every part, every sector of our life. He said he will direct our path. So if we know that we have a king, right, that has your back in every situation, he has never failed a case yet. He has won every single case, brethren. Right? Isn't that convincing enough for us to put our hands in the hand of the man that holds the world in his hands? Let us go to Psalm 55, verse 23, and let's hear what the Lord says there. It's Psalm 55. And we're going to verse 23, and it says, Psalm 55, verse 23, But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their deeds, but I will trust in thee. And I chose this, I, I, I 
got hope from this. You see, but Sister Sharon, how does this give you hope? You know, Isaiah 55 is about David being hurt by a very, very close friend of his. Can you imagine your very, very best friend? You have grown up with this person. You feel like you know this person inside out. And that person has turned on you, right? This is what David was going through. And even though he was going through all this hurt and pain, right, he couldn't believe that someone he, you know, he walked with, he talked with, he, he shared his life with, turned on him. And he's now saying, God, I will trust in you. It does not matter what these people bring on me. I will trust you. Can we say like David, that when we are in our spiritual destruction, right? We might be going through a divorce. We might be going through um, hardships. We might be having a spiritual warfare issue. We might be going um, through our children um, do, going the way that, you know, not of the Lord. Can we say like David, even though we're going through these situations, you know, you lose your job and you don't know why they fired you. There is no concrete evidence as to why they fired you, right? Um, when you look at it, can you say like David, even though I am in this pit, right? Even though these evil doors have brought me down, I will trust in you. Can we say that, brethren? You know, let's hear what Job says. Job, as we know Job's story, Job's story is one that we all have to ponder on, right? What Job responds in Job 13, verse 15, and, and we know the story of Job, of how Job was going through his distress. He did not know why the enemy was attacking him, right? But even in his distress, Job 13, 15 says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. So Job here is saying he didn't even know that it was the enemy that was coming against him. He's like, Lord, I don't understand. But even though I, if I have to go through this death, I will trust you still. Can we say that like Job? That even though we're going through situations, troubles, trials, Lord, you know them, brethren, financial, right? Spiritual, emotional, physical, all these different situations we find ourselves in. Can we say, brethren, that we're going to trust God in it and through it? Let's go to Psalm 91 here. Psalm 91. And if you are willing and able, I would not mind someone on, you know, unmuting their mic, you know, to, to, to read some of the verses, because I don't want to have this monologue here. I would love if someone else could read a verse for me as well. So if you are so inclined and feel like you can do that online, um, just unmute your line and go to Hebrews 2, verse 13, and you can read that after I read Psalm 91, verse 2. So Psalm 91, verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, 
He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Again here, you know, David is saying that God, he will trust in God. God is his refuge. God is his strength. He did not take um, faith or did not have, yes, he did not lean on, remember, he's a king. He had all these soldiers. He all these mighty men. But he didn't put his faith into these mighty men or the weapons that he had or the walls that he created. He put his faith and his refuge in the Lord. Isn't that awesome? Can we say that like David? Hello, go ahead. Happy Thursday. Who is going to read Hebrews 2 verse 13 for me? I just heard someone on their line. No? Okay. <laughs> Hello, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Today's Thursday. I'm sorry. Today's Thursday. Today's Thursday. I am good. I am good. And how are you? So fast, so good. Hebrews 1 13. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 2, verse 13. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, Moses, I God bless your word as we feast on it tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God have given me. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. So here again, we can see that this is an acknowledgement that we're going to put our trust in God. Right? So, brethren, we have another, another person who will come and testify, Joshua. Who will read for me Joshua 23, verse 14? And let us read what Joshua testifies about trusting in the Lord. Joshua chapter 23, verse 14. Is there anyone else who would like to read Joshua 23, verse 14 for me? Okay. Amen, amen. I'll read it. Hello? Yes, hello. hello. This, uh, this is the word of the Lord. Thank me to God. Behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. And ye know in all your hearts and in all your soul that not one thing has failed, failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spoken concerning you. All are come to pass unto you, and not one thing has failed thereof. Mercy. This is the word Amen. of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, brethren, Joshua has testified that when we put our trust in the Lord, brethren, how many things will fail? Will he say, did he say one thing will fail? He said that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God has spoken. And did he, what did he say about it coming to pass? All. He did not say some, brethren. All are come to pass unto you. And not one thing has failed thereof. 
Isn't that a great testimony of the of God's power and grace? That if we put our trust in Him, this is what will happen, brethren. This is what will happen. So, brethren, the Lord is telling us we don't need to handle worry. Give it to Him. Our last um, verse for this um, ter- terminology of trusting the Lord. This um, this is what the Lord is saying. Trust the Lord, right? Don't handle the word. Give it to him and trust the Lord. We're going back to Hebrews and where Paul is sending a letter to the Hebrews here. In Hebrews chapter 13, I'll read this one, and it is verse 8. And it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Isn't that amazing and sure please, brethren? We are admonished not to handle the worry ourselves. Turn it over to the Lord and to trust the Lord. We have gone through all these verses. I'll repeat them just in case you miss a verse, brethren. I really hope you write these down and hold on to them. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Psalm 55, verse 23. Job chapter 13, verse 15. Psalm 91, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 13. Joshua 23, verse 14. And Hebrews 13, verse 8. Acknowledges, admonishes us rather, to trust in the Lord. And what did Joshua say about the results of trusting the Lord? That everything will come to pass, as he has said. What a God. We're now going to see, look at the second thing when it talks about how should we handle the worry. So we have looked at trusting in God. We have seen different people as we go through the Bible, trusting in God. And this is the application that these persons have done. And we are looking to do the same. The second part is resting on God's amazing promises. Now, when we have seen these persons before us, David testified, Joshua testified, Paul testified about trusting in the Lord and the results of trusting in the Lord. How did they trust in the Lord, brethren? They rested on God's amazing promises. How did they do that? We're looking at three things today in resting on God's amazing promises. We're looking at guidance. We're looking at supplying all our needs, and we're looking at protection, those three areas we're looking at today. And the first one will be guidance. And if we go to Isaiah 58, let us turn to prophet Isaiah 58. And this brethren is marked in my Bible. Isaiah 58 and starting from verse 11. And it says, this is in regards to guidance, it says. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a water garden, like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Amazing, isn't that? Look, the Lord is saying that once we follow his word, once we do what he asks us to do, He said that he will guide us continually. Brethren, lots of people out there today 
They know one thing, that life is uncertain. They don't know what's happening from day to day. Brethren, we were walking around a little bit last week. Today, we're on lockdown. That's one thing we're sure of, uncertainty. But, but the Lord has promised to guide us continually. So even if we don't know, we don't have to worry because we have a God who knows the end from the beginning. And because he knows the end, of the be- end from the beginning, he can guide us towards where he wants us to go. And of course, we can't do any of this without the Holy Spirit, right? It all starts with the Holy Spirit, right? Us willingly surrendering our lives and um, getting the gift of eternal life, right? Let us go to Isaiah 28. That's the next verse. Isaiah 28, verse 29. And we're going to read verse 29. And this is the word of the Lord, verse 29 of Isaiah chapter 28. And it says, This also cometh forth from the Lord of hosts, which is wonderful in counsel and excellent in working. Right? So, Our God gives wonderful counsel, as it says here. If we go back to Isaiah 9, we can even see some of that, where it talks about God's government, right? Um, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. If we go there, it says, And for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government, and peace there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom, to order it, and to Establish it with judgment and justice from henceforth forevermore. We are not looking at a God that is small. Our God is a big God. Our God, with his word, created the universe. With his word, he created everything we can see and touch. Right? And we think about a God who has wonderful counsel, a God who we can come with anything. It says there's nothing new under the sun. So anything that is bothering us, we can go to our Father in heaven, ask for guidance, ask for counsel. I've had experiences where I have been, and of course, yes, I have gone through worry myself. And I would go to the Lord. And sometimes as I to finish, you know, praying to the Lord, of course, I call it my um, crisis prayers. That's what I call those. Where I go and I say, Lord, you know, this is happening. And I go on my field of, 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 of talking to the Lord in this way, complaining about everything that is happening to me. And um, the Lord would give me a verse or a chapter. And I open the Bible. Sometimes I just open the Bible and it lands on the very thing that I was complaining about. And I just have to smile and say, God, you have a really good sense of humor. 
I don't know if anybody has experienced that, but I've experienced that so many times. Um, sometimes the Lord gives me a chapter and a verse and gives me the answer of what I've been looking for. The Lord wants to give us guidance. His government will be wonderful. We will have peace. We don't have to worry about all the things we're worried about down here because his government is going to be a forever government, right? So we look at all these things, brethren, in terms of guidance. We can go to our God, and he will provide the answer for us. Okay, what else do we worry about? We worry about our needs, right? Shelter, clothing, you know, taking care of our kids, working, you know. How are we going to supply our needs? Well, let us go to Paul again. Philippians 4, verse 19. Philippians, so this, this is a letter to the people of Philippi. Galatians, Ephesians, and then Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. And if there's someone who would like to read for me Romans 8, verse 32. After I read Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, the person will read Romans 8 and Romans chapter 8, verses 32 for me. Okay? All right, so I'm going to read Philippians 4 and verse 19. And it says, But my God, shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen and amen. So, brethren, the very first verse says, and we should keep these verses in our minds and in our hearts. So, our God will supply not some of our needs, but all of our needs according to his riches in glory. And we have seen that in the past version. We have seen how the Lord has provided. He provided for Abraham. He told Abraham to leave his city, leave his country. He didn't tell Abraham where he was going. But Abraham believed and God counted it to righteousness. Right? And so remember Abraham was living in tents, yet God provided for him. He lacked nothing. Right? Um, also we have his son Isaac, his son Jacob. None of them, even though Jacob had to run away, he got still provided for him, right? So when you look at all these different, Job, God provided for Job, right? Um, David, he did not lack anything. Solomon, even with all his situations, he did not lack anything. Are we any different from those who the Lord has provided for before? He provides for his people. So who will read for me Romans chapter 8, verse 32? Go ahead. If you want to unmute your line, just press star, star, and then you can go ahead with Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Amen, Sister Charlene. Romans chapter 8, verse 32. Lord bless your word as we read it. It said, He that spareth not his own son, but delivereth him up, for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. Amen, amen. So when we think about that, remember the Lord gave his greatest treasure in heaven. 
his own son. That was the only gift he could have given to satisfy the debt that was needed to be paid. And God did not spare his own son. So, brethren, can we say like Abraham that we will go? I will go where you go, dear Lord. I will follow thee, my Savior. Whatsoever my lot may be, can we say that, brethren? And can we trust the Lord to provide for all our needs? These are some questions we just want to ask ourselves in reflection. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. And it says, For the Lord is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly, brethren. Isn't that an awesome promise? God will not withhold anything. And he has demonstrated that because he did not withhold his own son that was the perfect lamb to set us free. So if he gave us the very best of heaven, why wouldn't he give us the things that are less than that? Right? Why wouldn't he provide for our needs, whatever our needs may be at this moment? Right? When you think, let us hold on to this verse, brethren, that he will, he, that no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. All he asks us to do, brethren, and we cannot do that in our own strength. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit to walk uprightly as we hold on to the Father and walk according to his ways. He said he will not withhold anything from us that is good, right? So if there's something that is being withheld, maybe it's not for our good, right? <laughs> okay. The next, so in terms of supplying our needs, and I'll repeat the verses um, afterwards so that if you missed one, then you can um, go ahead and write it in. Um, real Bible study today, brethren, we are going to go through the word. The last, um, the last area we're going to talk about in terms of resting on God's amazing promises is protection. And we're going to go back to Psalm 91, and we're going to read verse 46. Is there another person who will read that for me? Psalm 91, 46. Psalm chapter 91, and verse from verse 4 to verse 6. Okay. Please press star star to unmute your line if you want to do that. Okay. All right. I will read Psalm 91 verse four, from verse 4 to 6, and I'll ask someone I can else. Read it oh, hello. It's okay. I can read it. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Amen. 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 So let us go over this a little bit. He said he shall cover thee with his feathers. When we think about that, um, I don't know if you... Um, had any um, interaction with farm life. Uh, I had some because I went to, I grew up in Jamaica, so I went 
to the summers, we spent two months at my grandparents' house, and we saw everything in terms of farm life. We had goats, we had cows, we had chickens, we had pigs. Yes, my parents, my grandparents weren't adventists. <laughs> we had pigeons, we had rabbits, we had everything you could name. I think the only thing we probably didn't have were lambs, right? Um, so we had all of these things. And um, what I noticed with the chickens was that when they had their young, they actually put the, them under their wings to keep them warm when they were babies. And every time I think about this verse, I think about this is how close the Lord wants us, right? To cover us, to protect us, to keep us under his feathers, right? Under his wings. And, um, and it says here, and under his wings shalt thou trust. So there is a trusting going on. The Lord is covering us with his protection, and we're trusting him to protect us. Isn't that a beautiful word? And it says, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. It's not our truth, brethren. It's his truth is going to shield us. So the shield is a defense, right? It's a defense mechanism. So his truth is going to defend us, right, from the evil darts of the enemy. And then... The Lord prepares to take care of us, our emotion, emotional issues as well. When he says, thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. He said, don't be afraid of them because I'm covering you, right? I'm covering you. I'm protecting you with my truth, my shield. So don't worry about what is happening. We will see all these things happening, right? It's terror that happens at night. And brethren, I don't need to tell you what terrors happen at night. We have heard so many testimonies of people who the enemy has used and tried to create terror in their hearts, but God, right? But God says here that don't worry about the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. It doesn't matter who the enemy sends towards you. We don't have to worry because we have a protected shield of truth and a covering, you know, the covering of trust, right, upon us, the wings of God, the feathers that is keeping us close to him. All we have to do is stay and walk with God. Isn't that an amazing, amazing, amazing verse? And the Lord continues, it says, nor for the pestilence, brethren, we are going to pestilence right now, that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. So brethren, it doesn't matter what we're going through or going into, the Lord is saying, we have a shield and we have a covering of protection upon us, right? He, his own feathers are going to cover us, right? And then his shield of truth is going to be there. Wow, what a beautiful thing. So brethren, the Lord has taken care of our physical protection, he is taking care of our emotional battling us. Don't worry about it. I'm here. I will be with you. That is what the Lord is saying, right? We're moving on now to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. And we're going to continue to see how God protects us. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. How many of us sing that 
song, brethren, that song that says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So, brethren, we know we have a shelter. We have a strong tower. And we can be safe because the Lord, just the name of the Lord alone. Can you imagine, brethren, the name of the Lord? Just by saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. How we have a strong tower in front of us, a protection. The enemy cannot touch us because just by calling out on the name of the Lord, think about it, brethren. When we think about a physical shield, all we have to do is call upon the name of the Lord. And our strong tower is right there. How awesome is God, right? When we think about it, right? In in, in um, Psalm 29, I think it says, it talks about the voice of God, how it splits and bursts, you know, the, the chains, right? On the nostrils. The Lord blows to his nostrils. And, you know, you know, all these things happen, you know. Mountains move out of their places. Just the thundering, you know, happens. And we have an awesome God, brethren. And that God, that powerful God, is the one who says he will protect us. Now, this is our last verse for protection, brethren. Psalm 138. And I'm going to read this. Psalm 138. 138. Our time is going. Oh, it's so wonderful when we're in the Word. And, you know, but the time is not our friend tonight. Psalm 138, verse 7 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Brethren, what more can I say? The Lord says, even when we are in trouble, in the midst of the trouble, in the very depth of the trouble, he says, thou wilt revive you, Sister Michelle. He will revive you, Sister Walter, Sister Isabella. He shall stretch forth his hand against the wrath of your enemy, and his right hand shall save you. Imagine that. You know? And I cannot, I have to read the last verse here, verse 8. It says, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me, brethren. The Lord is that concerned with you that he will perfect what concerns you. What a God. Thy mercy, O Lord, Endure it forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. So, brethren, what more shall we say? Once we rest on God's amazing promises, he will guide us. He will supply all our needs. And he will protect us. I will repeat the verse, the chapter and verses so that you guys, um, if you missed one, so under guidance, is Isaiah 58, verse 11, and Isaiah 28, verse 29. Under supplying all our needs, we have Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, Romans chapter 8, verses 32, and Psalms chapter 84, verse 11. Under protection, 
we have Psalm chapter 91, verse 46, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10, and Psalm chapter 138, verse 7. And you can add 8 there as well. So in wrapping up, brethren, we want to just reaffirm that we don't have to keep worrying. When the enemy brings that to us, we trust in the Lord and we rest on his amazing promises. As we go through this time of uncertainty, brethren, may we read the word, really read the word, brethren. May we receive the word. May we believe the word. May we speak the word over ourselves. May we remind ourselves of how God looks at us. May we claim what God says as our own. May we receive the blessings that the Lord has put in the word for us. May we claim all his promises. And may we act on the word that God gives us. I pray that you have been blessed. And I pray that as we go through this time, that if we encounter worry, that we will keep on trusting and keep on resting in God's amazing promises. We'll open up the lines now, um, but before we do, we're just going to do a word of prayer, and then we can open up the lines if you have any questions or comments. So let us pray. Our kind, loving, gracious Father, we just, Lord, Lord, we just want to thank you for being with us. Um, as we read your word, your Lord, we thank you for your words of life that reminds us that when the enemy comes with words of worry, that we should trust in you and we should rest on your amazing promises. Lord, may we hold these verses in our hearts. May we look, Lord, and know what you say about us is what is true. And what the enemy says is false. May we hold onto your unchanging hand, Lord, and walk uprightly. We ask all these mercies in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, if you have any questions, any comments, we pray that you, you can uh, open up the lines now. Please press star star to unmute your phone. Go ahead. Uh, just press star star to unmute your phone, and you can go ahead if there's any questions, any comments, any prayer requests. Go right ahead. Thank you so much for your word of encouragement, for for your um, beautiful explanation. This was very powerful, and it, he also say in um, Matthew eleven twenty eight to twenty three. Come to me, all who that are labor and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean on me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul, for, your, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. But my sister, when the fire and the pestilence and the trouble come, I think we're not spending enough time to 
twisting on the word, putting the word in our mind. So when the trials of life come, so we can say in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, not today, we can speak to the storms in our life. So I pray that we will spend more time feasting and eating and knowing the word so that we can stand. We can stand. And when we stand in Jesus' name, not a man put a hand. Thank you so much, my sister. May the God of glory continue to bless you. In season, out of season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Okay. Is there um, someone else who would like to um, have a question, any comments, any prayer requests? Um, please press star star to unmute your line. Hello? Yes, hello. Hi, my prayer request is, um, you know, I just want um, God to cover me, keep on covering me every day. And um, my financial and also I just want um, special prayer for my home and also for my family. Thank you. Okay, I need your name, my sister. I didn't catch your name there. Um, Kathleen. Karkin? Kathleen. K-A-T-H-L-E. Kathleen. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sister Kathleen. I have that for a request. Okay. All right. Um, is there another? And then we're gonna go to the um to the song, and then we go to the. If there's any other after that, okay. Um, if you have a prayer request, a question. Charlene, um, I'm here when you're ready for the song. Yes, yes, Sister Walters, you are okay. next. I'm just seeing if there's another prayer request or comment. Yes, hello. Good evening. Um, this is Sister Elaine. Um, did you say Sister um, Elaine? Um, I didn't catch your name. No, Sister Elaine. Sister um, Elaine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I'm just praying for my young lady. She's making progress, but she still has a problem with the guys. Okay. So I'm just asking the Lord to be her in a special way because um she wasn't going to tell me that she was going out, and mm-hmm. I'm saying why are you. Out and you just got your two wisdom teeth taken out. You should be resting. Instead, mm-hmm. you want to go out. So I'm just praying that you know um, that 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 she lose that desire because there's some things that we're working on, like the way mm-hmm. she carries herself. She's gotten better with that, but that's a weakness of hers. And I'm asking the Lord to take that desire. Of 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 to happen to date right now. You need to kind of get yourself together and allow God to send you someone to write someone, and just continue to pay me with my spiritual warfare as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sister Elaine. Okay. Okay. We're gonna have um, a song by Sister Walters right now. And afterwards, I'll take maybe one or more um, per request, and then we have the final prayer to end. Okay, go ahead, Sister Walters. Okay. 
Okay. Rejoice, ye pure in heart. Rejoice, give thanks and sing. Your festal banner wave on I, the cross of Christ your King. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. With voice as full and strong as ocean surging praise, send forth the sturdy hymns of old, the psalms of ancient days. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. With all the angels' choir, with all the saints on earth, pour out the strain of joy and bliss to raptures, no, no, mirth. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. Yes, on through life's long path, still chanting as we go. From you to age by night and day, in gladness and in woe. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. Praise Him who reigns on high, the Lord whom we adore, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, one God forevermore. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice, give thanks, and sing. Amen. Amen. Yes, we have to rejoice, give thanks, and sing. Is there one more prayer request um, before we go in prayer? Is there one more prayer request, brethren? Um, please press star star to unmute your line. If not, we will go into Hello. our prayer. Yes, hello. hello. Happy Thursday. Yes. Happy Thursday. This is this is Sister Kate. Um, I am calling because I need prayer. Um, of course, of course. Well, first of all, let me just give God praise and thanksgiving and bless His holy name for all that He has done for me and all that He continues to do for me. I tell you, I see God's great and almighty almighty power how he saved me with his right hand every day because like i said um where i am there's a young warlock here and last friday something happened but the lord the lord worked it out um because this young man who's 34 he didn't want me to read the word of god in in the house i mean um in the area where i was reading it and um because when i do the demons began to speak through him, and the demons start talking this week. Oh my goodness, they they start saying stuff to me. And I said, Shh, 
Shut up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You have no right here. Shut up in the name of Jesus. And the demon, God will shut the demon mouth right before my face, okay? He's on the other side of the door. I cannot see him naturally, but the demon shut up every time. So the next day, again, all this week I experienced that except today. Today I did not expect glory to God. Tomorrow, I, I pray in the name of Jesus that tomorrow I do not experience that. And so just now, um, as I was fixing my food, he just came, and I really didn't want him to come in the house because when he comes in, all the evil spirits come with him, and I can discern them, thank God, and I pray, and the Lord takes it away. But this time, I didn't want him in the house. And do you know what the Lord did? The Lord kept him outside, and just now he just drove off, so he's gone now. I thank mm-hmm. the Lord for that. I thank the Lord because I have to be careful with food and all that, you know? Uh-huh. Jesus, Jesus, God is great and greatly to be prayed. I tell you, I've never experienced anything like this to this degree in my life other than last year. I started experiencing some of it and and, and now. And I see God's awesome power, the King of Kings. Jesus Christ, who is, as we know, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the God of glory. And when I call, I ask for Jesus Christ to stand up and come down as Michael, the archangel. And boy, boy, Jesus changes the atmosphere. Because when I come down in the air, all the evil spirits are there, and you could feel all the, ooh, but Jesus, but Amen. Jesus. Ooh, I tell you, I see God awesome and Almighty power. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, Sister Kate, you have experienced Proverbs 18, verse 10. When you call on the name of the Lord, he was there. He has been and is your strong tower. And you run into his strong tower and you are saved. Brethren, this is a testimony. You see, we just read this verse. And the Lord Mm -hmm. is showing us that he's alive and well doing the very exact thing he said yes. that he would have done yes. in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Sister Kate is living yes. in Proverbs 18, verse 10. So brethren, the mm. Lord is still working in the meanwhile. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sister Kate, for yes. that powerful testimony, powerful testimony of calling on the word of the Lord and mm-hmm. he being your strong yes. power and that you're running yes. into his strong tower, and he's keeping you safe. Mm-hmm. He has put his protective mm-hmm. feathers over you in Psalm 91, Hallelujah. verse 4 to 6. Right, brethren? He has put his shield of truth over Sister Kate. We are seeing that, brethren. Isn't God awesome? Isn't he wonderful? We read the word. We hear the testimony. What did the Lord say? That we will, become, we will overcome by what? testimony and the word brethren we have it right there in live and living color let us go to god in prayer right now as we go into the garden of prayer to end off we are over time brethren but you know what the lord is with us let us pray our kind loving gracious father lord We thank you, O God, that you are a God who cares, a God who loves us, Lord. When we think about Psalm 104, dear Father, when we think, Lord, that you said that the earth is your footstool, 
move. The clouds are your chariot. That you walk on the wind. Lord, we are amazed. We come in amazement and awe of your power, of your great glory. When Isaiah saw your presence in Isaiah 6, Lord, he said, woe is me, I am undone. But Lord, you put a coal of fire on his lips. And Lord, you took away his iniquity. Lord, we pray that you do so for us as well. As we come into your presence, Lord, with thanksgiving and with praise. Dear Father, we come, Lord, thanking you for Sister Kate, dear Lord. We thank you, dear Father, that you have protected her, that you have been her strong tower that you have protected her with your feathers and hidden her under your wings of trust, that you have been her shield and buckler, Lord, and that even though she has been through the pestilence, Lord, even though she is in the midst of trouble, Lord, you have been with her. You have kept the enemy away. Lord, we thank you. We Join the sister keep in rejoicing, Lord, that you are standing up for her, protecting her, like you said you would, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this testimony, this evidence, Lord, of today, that you are still working in the meanwhile, that you are still saving us in the midst of trouble, Lord. You told us not to worry what to eat, what to drink, what to put on, not even for our very life. Lord, we see, Lord, that you have protected Sister Kate's life. And so, Lord, we come in thanksgiving for Sister Kate right now. We pray, dear Father, that you will give her a double portion of your spirit, dear Father. May she have the spirit of Elisha. May she be called a friend of God like by Abraham and Moses. Lord, may she have that Abrahamic faith, dear Father, strengthen her as she walks in the midst of darkness, in the midst of the enemy, Lord. We pray, dear Father, that you will show yourself before the enemy, dear Father. Show forth and show out, dear Father. And Lord, may her faith increase as she goes to the situation. Lord, we don't know why she's in this mighty place, but you know, dear Father. We don't know when you will take her out of this situation, Lord. But let her say like Job, though he slay me, still I will trust him. Help her, Lord, to continue to trust and to hold on to your unchanging hands. And so, Lord, we leave Sister Kate and her family in your hands. We know, dear Father, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have shown forth that you have taken care of her yesterday. We know, dear Father, that you have taken care of her today. And so, Lord, we know you will take care of Sister Kate forever. And so, we leave her in your hands, in Jesus' name. Dear Lord, we lift up Sister Catherine to you right now, dear Father. 
we also ask for your covering, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for your word is always true and sure. You said your Father that even though we who are evil can give good gifts to our children, how much more does the Lord will give us the Holy Spirit to him who has asked. The Lord, we pray right now that Sister Catherine will receive a double portion of your Holy Spirit. May he lead her and guide her into all truth. Lord, may she rest on your amazing promises. And may she remember the persons who have testified before of your goodness, Abraham, Joshua, Isaiah, David, Solomon, Lord, they were in need of nothing. You provided for them. Lord, just as you provided for Abraham in that wilderness, provide for the Catherine at this time. May she want for nothing. And may as she surrender each aspect of her life to you, may she see your glory. May she see the awesomeness of how you provide for her. Lord, I pray that you will bless her home, dear Father. Bless her going out and her coming in. We pray, dear Father, that he will give her a sense of discernment, that she will know what is not of you that is in our home, Lord. I pray, dear Father, that he will show her what to do except to take out anything that may be a curse in our home. Dear Father, I pray that you will show her if there is any spirit of doubt, any spirit of animosity, anger, Lord, any betrayal, dear Father, we, or any, anything of hate, Lord, or worry, or fear, Lord, we know these are not of you. So, dear Father, we pray, dear Father, that you will give her discernment, show her, dear Father, and then she confesses to you, Lord. May her, may she find you sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. May she want to, can't wait, Lord, to spend time with you. May she have that wonderful time in you, Lord. May she find in you a friend that sits closer than a brother. Lord, I also pray blessings on the rest of her family, Lord. You know where they are. You know their situation, dear Almighty God. And so, Lord, I pray, dear Father, that your Holy Spirit will be upon this family. Guide, direct, and protect, dear Father. And may your will be done in this family, in Jesus' name. We also lift up Sister Elaine, dear Father, who is lifting up her daughter. Lord, we thank you for the progress that Sister Elaine's daughter has made, Lord. And that we thank you, Lord, for working in the meanwhile in her heart. Lord, she's still struggling with desires, Lord, that are not of you. So, Lord, we pray that you will take up those desires from her, Lord, and replace it with a desire for you. May she hunger and thirst after righteousness, O oh Father God. May she walk in your ways. May she each day, Lord, find you a friend that is closer than a brother. May she fall in love with you, O oh Father, every single day. May your Holy Spirit be upon her, dear Lord. And may she be a mighty lady, Lord, in Zion, that people will rise up and call her 
well, that you will continue to guide her and to keep her on the spiritual walk, Lord. I pray to Father, that as she goes through her situation, dear Lord, we pray, Lord, that she will continue as Job did, Lord. That, Lord, everything that the enemy has stolen, Lord, we pray that you give her sevenfold just as you did with Job at the end, Lord. Everything that the enemy took away, you gave him seven more times over. We pray that you do that for Sister Elaine as well. Be with her in her going out and her coming in. Lead, Lord, may your word be a light unto her path, dear Father. May she rest on your amazing promises. And may she trust in you, trust with you, trust you with all parts of her life. And so, Lord, we leave to Elaine and her daughter in your hands, Lord, because we know, O oh God, that with you all things are possible. Lord, we also lift up the button to Christ and ministry to you tonight. Lord, we pray for all the programs that will be happening for the rest of the weekend, Lord. We pray that everything will be done according to your will, Lord, and that it will be done in order. We pray for all those who will be doing um, the songs, scripture reading, those who are giving testimonies, those who will be, Lord, speaking the word, dear Father. We pray that you give them a double portion of your spirit. We also pray for those who will be coming online to give their testimony, Lord. And for those who you are providing a testimony right now for them to provide tomorrow and on Sabbath. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the ways that you have blessed this ministry, the resources that you have brought to the ministry, Lord. And Lord, we know, Lord, just as you provided for Abraham, for Isaac, for Jacob, for Job, we know, Lord, you will also provide for this ministry. So we thank you for the bounty that will come, Lord. We thank you, dear Father, for the food bank as well, Lord. We thank you for the resources that the food bank will get as well to feed those who are in need. We pray for those also who are receiving the food, Lord, that, not, that it will not only be physical nourishment, but be spiritual nourishment, dear Father, to their souls. May their hearts be open to you, Lord. May the word of God be a, a, a find good soil in their hearts for you to work in, Lord. And Lord, may we all, Lord, by your grace, continue to hold on to your unchanging hand so that we all may be together on that great and dreadful day when you come breaking the skies, dear Father. May we all be faithful so we can hail you as our Savior and our King, who we have waited on. We thank you and we give you all the glory, the honor, and praise you to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Um, brethren, thank you so much for being with us tonight in the Bible study. Um, I'll just ask Sister Michelle if she has any announcements before we close off, and then we will close off after. Sister Michelle, is there any announcements you may have for tomorrow or the Sabbath? No, Sister Charlene, everything is fine. Praise God. Okay. Thank you so much. So we pray, dear brethren, as we go on our way for the rest of tonight and tomorrow, I pray that you will continue to trust in the Lord and that you will rest on his amazing promises because when we think about heaven, we have to think, what does it take to be free? 
Have a blessed night, brethren. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.